Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I get more excited for seeing you know, other guys have success than myself because with myself, like I expect success. You know, with those guys, I expect them to make plays. When they make those huge plays, it's like, all right, now you come to the especially little Khalil. Like, um, Khalil's so quiet and... You know, he just does his job, come to work. Like, so when he, he like, I won't say he doesn't expect success, but you can see when he has a good catch or a good play, he doesn't really know how to react. Like, I'm like, can I get a little celebration? Can I get a first down? Like, you just look in the sky and keep coming back to the other. Nice. Stefan Diggs on Khalil Shakir. Ended up 39 catches for 611 yards and two scores for the Bills this year. Fifth in catches. Diggs, Kincaid, Davis, Cook, Shakir, the top five. I was looking at the overall stats a little while ago. It's kind of funny that Rasul Douglas led the Bills in interceptions. I know, right. For getting to the team so late, his four picks, which came in two games. He had two each in two games. Ended up tops on the team. Terrell Bernard second uh, with three. Leonard Floyd was your sack leader, 10.5. Tyler Bass led in field goals. Again? Again. <laughs> Sorry. We're such yep. jerks. <laughs> Josh Allen had 15 rushing touchdowns. The rest of the team combined had seven. More than double. The rest of the team combined. For years, it's been, look at this, Josh Allen is actually going to lead them in rushing stuff. Now he's just, now, now it's a joke. Like, he's just 15 touchdowns, seven for the rest of the team total. Uh, pretty good. Maybe he should share a little more. But James Cook, now this never happened with Singletary or Moss, like, runaway leader in yards. I mean, Cook had more than double Allen's yards and more than double his attempts, by the way, this year. It was a year where we started off wondering why Josh Allen didn't run more. But Cook ends up fourth in the league in rushing, 1,122 yards, just two touchdowns on the ground to Allen's 15. But, um, you know, Cook got there this year. I was not really investing in him too much. Fantasy-wise, you're thinking about touchdowns, and that part was right. And he he did get used in the passing game, but it might be that his season as a receiver is more memorable for drops, especially late. He had a few late in the season. What about Cook for you going into this Pittsburgh game, which might be one where it's you know tough to throw it? 
Um, I, I, I think the Bills, um, it might be a day that we're grateful that they've got guys like Murray and Leonard Fournette. We'll see, you know, about Ty Johnson with the, with the injury and the concussion protocol, but they've got some variety there. Um, you know, not to say that you need a big banger back in the bad weather. I mean, a, a, a guy that is shifty can, can really work for you too, if the footing is, is questionable. So, um, yeah, I'm. I've been bullish on Cook almost since. Man, I, I think before last season started. So before his rookie year, I remember being at an event with uh, a bunch of our coworkers. I don't remember that that you were there. Uh, I'm not sure why. Um, but Ta- Steve Tasker. It was one of these things. I think it was for like the Bills sponsors. Uh, and so it was like a Q and A with a bunch of the guys. And, and Steve Tasker was talking, and, and and he said plainly that day. That James Cook, he thought he'd be the, the team's number one running back by midseason that year. I think I don't want to put words in his mouth. But he was really bullish on 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 Cook, and I I became that way too. Um, and so I'm I'm a yeah I'm, I mean you know running backs don't matter. Um, you know I'm not here to tell you that they got to start thinking about you know when his contract is up, what you're going to do or anything after year two. You've got a couple of years to sit on that. Um, but I, I've I've liked the player. I think he's been re- really nice. Uh, for them, I think there's a there's a little bit more. He's not didn't quite have. I, I wish there was like one more gear there because there've been a couple times where he's gotten into the open field and just can't quite get all the way there. I think there's more bursts there than there was with Singletary or certainly Zach Moss, um, any other running back of recent vintage that comes to mind. Um, I think there's there's more there's more explosion, but it's not quite at the level where like it's he's just gone. Um, but I, I like him. I think he's been a, a a nice player and had a fantastic year. I mean, overall, even though he didn't like smash in the receiving game, his total yards, I mean, it's very respectable numbers. Um, so I don't know if we'll see him get in the end zone more uh, in future years. This point I make it about not being able to run run away from everyone is a deterrent to that um, because you got to be maybe you know closer in, and that's Josh Allen territory as we've seen this year. Uh, but I, I like I like this offense with Cook as the number one back in it. Yeah, I want to go find out now what his yards from scrimmage total like where that ranks. For the Bills, fifteen sixty-seven is a really nice number for Cook. Looking at the props for Sunday, so it's expected to be pretty rough out. And what you're seeing, what I'm seeing at BetMGM on all the the rushing props for both teams is what looks like money in on the over, except for Allen. Uh, interestingly, minus one twenty under thirty-seven and a half, but Cook leads the way. Minus 120 over 65 and a half. We just got to, I think, hope that Sunday just isn't stupid out there. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. anything short of stupid, you'd expect the Bills to be able to function and look like the superior team. But if it's one of these games where everything is just sort of shut down, like we've had, I mean, there's a chance of that, it sounds like. And then this could really be yeah, a Yeah, I mean, if, 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 if that snow band settles, you know, in, in the area, uh, you know, around the stadium, above the stadium, I don't want to make it sound like it would just be, like, on top, but, you know, whatever. If, if the snow band, air, it, it, the stadium's in that area, and you've got 25 to 35 mile an hour winds, I mean, it's just, I don't remember how windy it was for that Colt game. I know there was a lot of snow. 
and it was like thick, heavy snow. Uh, and it, it fell consistently through the game. I had never seen to that point in my life an NFL game where there was that much snow on the field while, while they're yeah. playing. It just could not keep it clear as much as you were trying to keep it clear. Um, if it's snowing with that kind of volume, and I don't recall that being a terribly windy day. It might have been, and I just don't I don't remember. But 25, 35 mile an hour winds, I mean, we're not talking about, you know, blizzard like conditions from last year, uh or you know, the Christmas blizzard that had much higher higher degree of wind. But that is I mean that's that's hellacious. <laughs> if you've got snow falling like a I don't know, like an like an inch an hour or two inches an hour or something, and the wind is blowing like that, I mean, good luck. <laughs> it would be one of the maybe you know dopiest games you've ever watched from that standpoint and by dopey i mean like hard to function and um yeah that's i'm more worried about that than anything like you you were talking a little while ago about the steelers and like they're in your head a little bit uh because of you know of their reputation um and certainly the, the weather plays a part in that um, you know, if, if I don't have to deal with, if I didn't have to deal with the weather, I would not be thinking about the Steelers pulling an upset here at all. The weather enhances that possibility and the stupider the weather is, you know, the more random the result could be. Well, um, we're in, I mean, it's, it's, uh, everything that the bills and the fans could have wanted going back a long time. I mean, almost to the very beginning of the season to get this game, this seeding, this opponent, everything. And look, like I, I keep coming back to in my head that the Bills don't look as scary as they have other years. You're talking about their setup. Their setup looks as good as any, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. But they haven't looked as scary as they have in other years. And so, I don't know. Like I don't know if they're good enough uh, to do this. But really, like, I don't want to obsess about that because th- these games are too random. And, like, a, a, a bad day for a different team, you know, just sort of making it work like they've done, like they did against New England when they weren't very sharp and Allen didn't like how the ball was coming off of his hand, but they had the four takeaways and they made their kicks and they won that game. And I think you can expect to be able to beat a team like the Steelers that way, and maybe even the Chiefs, if you get the Chiefs or whoever you would get at home in round two, it might be like that. And then it just comes down if you if you're right, then it comes down to the Ravens if they win their game, and comes down to the the final four, and like everybody's scary if there's only four teams left. Right. So I I don't want to obsess about you know the the tough days they've had against lesser teams and just what they don't do really well and what their weapons stack up to be at this point because now you just got to make it work uh, from here. But, man, one stupid weather day can just neutralize things. In, in, and that is what we we talked to Joe Ostrowski earlier. It made sense why this has been such a low total all week because, like, it was exceptionally low compared with a game like Kansas City you know, the Chiefs don't really score, and it's supposed to be frigid there. But like a Philadelphia-Tampa, like just a big difference in the totals. But they've expected, you know, snow and wind. Josh Allen's passing yard prop for this game is 215. Just, mm-hmm. it's they think it's going to be hard. 
um, you know, that's different factors too, but conditions definitely a part of it. Yeah, they're probably right. It it, it probably will be. It probably will be hard. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I talked enough about this as I think I mentioned this at the very outset of our show today. I talked enough about this the last couple of days. Uh, maybe it was mostly yesterday that I did get a few different people like digging back in, sending me screen grabs of what the weather was like during certain different bills games through the years. And I'm like, okay, uh, they threw it like crazy on Pittsburgh last year and the wind was blowing kind of similar to what it'll be blowing on Sunday, but there was not you know, sideways snow to go with it and sub-zero wind chills or anything. So a uh, different scenario. Um, but the wind is always, to me, the thing. Like if we didn't have, and, and that that feels like the most certain part of the forecast is that the wind is going to be there. We don't know about the snow yet, right? But I think we know about the temperature and we know about the wind. Um, man, you get me, it's snowing, but no wind, Pfft. Fine, go play the feud. Like I'll take my quarterback throwing it around to Steph Diggs and these guys in that weather. But the wind always freaks me out. That's kind of a fun game to go to when it's snowy, but you know it, you're not just freezing so windy that you're freezing and everything's off kilter. When it's when it's like that, it's not as much fun to to go. I, I think uh, maybe a lot of people would say that, but snow snow globe games are are fun. It's the playoffs, though. You just want you want to get it done on the field. Uh, hopefully it doesn't corrupt this game. Even the game in Kansas City, like, no one wants to see it come down to negative 20 degrees, right? Like, just right. not every game has to be in a dome, but it, it can sort of ruin games when it's too bad out. So, yeah, I'd like we'll to see what happens. I'd like to not see that game come down to, like, somebody can't hold on to a f- deeply frozen football. Like, I know they, they do their best to keep them keep the balls fresh and change them out, but, I mean, you're, you're playing in those kind of conditions. The ball is going to be affected, I think, to some extent. Uh, and I just don't want to see it mar the game in some way. Will the ball be kickable in Kansas City? We'll have to, we'll have to watch. We'll have to get Peacock and find out. Have to subscribe. You're gonna tell me this you place. To... You're gonna tell me this place you're going Saturday night too. At some point. Don't yes, I will. Forget, I will. I'll text you. That. Okay, thank you. I will text you. <laughs> Sabres pregame with Paul Hamilton at six. The Sabres home to Ottawa tonight. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here at eight oh three oh five fifty. This is WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.